Merry Christmas, all you nostalgic Top Gun tour guides. Welcome to 9021 Here We Go, the podcast that takes a look at each episode of the Beverly Hills 90210 franchise from Fox to the CW. One of us is a 9021 expert and the other is a 9021 novice. I'm Kendra Mickles and I'm seeing these episodes for the first time. I'm Nick Gunning and I've seen them all. You can find more about this show and others like it at our network's website, RadioMeanwhile.com. Share your thoughts on this and upcoming episodes by following us on Twitter at Here We Go Pod. And please rate, subscribe, and share the show wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Kendra, I'm excited for this episode. It's our second annual Christmas extravaganza. And all, all of our Christmas episodes, including those from Nostalgia Me This and just holiday episodes of 90210 are collected in a special playlist that you can find on our SoundCloud page. And if you haven't listened to last year's A Very Merry Daughter of, a, of the Bride starring Luke Perry and Jason Priestley for five seconds, go back and listen because that is a fun episode. But this week, it is. we are covering the holiday film USS Christmas All Aboard starring 90210's Trevor Donovan. Let's, uh, let's crack open the Condor. Condor is committed to professional standards and professional ethics. The weak need not apply. So this movie is brand spanking new as we to record, the, yeah. the, yeah, as we record. So it came out November 28th of 2020 on the Hallmark Movies and Mysteries channel. That's right. Bit of a mystery. Yeah. Kind of. There's a mystery element, this. sure. <laughs> um, so this is, this is fun because we, we don't normally get to talk about movies and stuff that yeah. are out yeah. here, you know, yep. in the present. That's right. So here are some movies that have uh, come out in 2020. <laughs> what, a fun, what a fun thing. All right. Harrison Ford in Call of the Wild. I saw both Call of the Wild and Sonic the Hedgehog in like mid-March, right before everything locked down. Call of the Wild was the last movie I saw in the theaters in uh, in 2020. And are you happy about that? I had a good time are with happy it. happy about that decision? My son hated it. Oh, you it. did? Yeah. All right. Sonic the Hedgehog I saw with your husband, Eric Mickles, overlord of the Radio Meanwhile Network. And I laughed uncontrollably at pretty much everything Jim Carrey did. So it's not a great movie, <laughs> but right. it was like 90s Jim Carrey again. So I I have no complaints. I think the last movie I saw in theaters before the lockdown was, Bird, I think it was Birds of Prey. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was, well, I guess that was like February, right? Yeah. yeah close in there. Yeah. I also saw in, in a drive-in, so there's a drive-in not too far from our house that was still showing some new movies. So we went to see the only new movie that was out, and that was Ava, a just sort of a, a cheesy, feels like a direct-to-streaming kind of action movie starring Jessica Chastain as a, uh, like a contract killer. It was good. It was, you know, for like a, for what it was, just a cheesy action movie. It was, it was fun, and it was fun to see anything new. Uh, in, in theaters yeah. in 2020. So that was at a, at a drive-in that I saw that. We also got Christopher Nolan's newest movie, Tenet, which, which I, I still have not seen. No, I haven't seen it either. Fox finally yeah. put out the New Mutants movie, yes. which I believe they're going to be covering very soon on our other Radio Meanwhile podcast, previously on X-Men. Yeah. So did you, you see look out for that? But I saw it and I uh, was super pleasantly surprised. Agreed. Yeah, I had a good time with <laughs> by that. how much I liked it. Yeah. So I also just watched Disney's Mulan, which oh. also came out. Haven't seen that. Also pleasantly surprised. Nice. And then soon and very soon, yeah. Wonder Woman 84 is coming out. And I, I am pretty pumped for that. That's another movie that's been postponed many times. And I, I'm actually kind of hesitant to say that this came out in 2020 because as we record, it hasn't happened yet. 
And I've learned yeah. to trust nothing that's announced in this year. Yeah. So. Well, it's supposed to be on HBO Max and in theaters. Yeah. So I have faith that it'll be somewhere. Yeah. One way that or I can another. watch it. Yeah. For TV on HBO Max, we have uh, The Flight Attendant star- starring Kaylee Cuoco. Is yeah. that how you say it? It is. Oh, okay. And that is based on a, a Chris Behalian novel. I don't know if I ever read a Chris Behalian. Okay. This is good so far. My wife and I have been watching it. We're up to date on it as we record. And it was, uh, it's really good. I like it a lot. And you also just watched The Undoing, right? Did I you finish did. that? Yes, we did finish that. Yeah. I've got no complaints about The Undoing. I think it was, I think yep. it was a well plotted mystery also based on a book. On CBS, we have two Star Trek shows. We have Star Trek Lower Decks, so which funny. is the first animated Trek since the 1970s. It's so funny, and Kendra. And Star Trek Picard. Which I hated. I liked, but you I... know what? I haven't finished it. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, call me when you do. <laughs> On Netflix, we have The Queen's Gambit, which I'm on the last episode of this. It's very, very good. I can't believe how interesting they make chess wow. in that show. Okay. Because <laughs> you just watch so many chess games and yeah. every single one. I'm like, I don't know what's happening, but it's so intense. Yeah. And then uh, we also got Emily in Paris. Which was created um, by Darren Starr, creator of Beverly Hills was. 90210. Yeah. Yes, I watched that and I, uh, I, I liked it. Okay. I liked it. That's where I landed. Uh, and then <laughs> over on Peacock, we got the show Brave New World and the Saved by the Bell reboot, which you're loving. I have watched in, in completion both of those shows, and I think they're both really good. The Saved by the Bell reboot was completely unexpected. Like, they really, they really like, did something with it, which I think was really cool. And uh, another 90210 connection here. It featured Tiffany Thiessen reprising her role as Kelly Kapowski. Tiffany Thiessen, who we haven't met yet... Of a, who becomes a major player as Valerie Malone on Beverly Hills 90210. All right. I would also like to say that uh, the Steelers are undefeated as we speak oh. in 2020. Okay. If they don't go to the Super Bowl, I'm going to be mad. So people listening to it in the future, you'll know. Okay. But, uh, Whether or not Kendrick just want that on the record. Yep. They're like 11-0 and 0 yep. right now. Uh, in other news, on November 3rd, 2020, Joe Biden was elected the 46th president of the United States with Kamala Harris as vice president, making her the first woman as well as the first woman of color to hold the office. And uh, if you are listeners to this podcast, you will remember that that <laughs> news was announced to us live Breaking while we were news, recording. Breaking news, yep. 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 So uh, go back and listen to that because that was a fun. <laughs> that really that was, was a funny. fun moment yeah. when that happened. Uh, also in December of 2020, scientists were hopeful that a vaccine to combat the coronavirus pandemic, which had been ravaging the world since March 2020, would begin rollout by the end of 2020, with more widespread distribution coming in mid 2021. And we are crossed. so hopeful for yes. that. Yes, we are. At this point, listeners. All right, Nick, take us beyond the zip code. I would love to. Also in 2020, Jason Priestley played the role of Chris Massey opposite Melissa Joan Hart in the film Dear Christmas. In the movie, Natalie has a hit podcast based on love. But guess what, Kendra? She's not what? very good at finding love herself. Oh, that's isn't that when, always the way? That's when Chris Massey, get it? Chris Massey, Christmassy, uh... <laughs> enters her life and shakes things up. You'll remember okay. last year we were saying that Jason Priestley hadn't really done any Christmas movies, but he's since uh, righted that by... Uh, he heard movie. our podcast and he, he was did. like, you know what? I haven't. He did. So this is Jason Priestley and Maris- Melissa Joan Hart. 
Uh, the star of today's film, Trevor Donovan, also played opposite Melissa Joan Hart when he recurred on the ABC family sitcom Melissa and Joey as Austin, Mel's childhood friend. Have you seen this actor ever, Trevor Donovan? Have you seen him in shows? Just save your comments, listeners, if you want to comment on Teddy from 90210, because Kendra doesn't know who that do- is or anything about the character. So so don't spoil nothing. it. But you have you seen this actor in anything else? I don't think so. Okay. All right. Well, let's look at the synopsis for our movie for today, The USS Christmas. Maddie, a reporter for a Norfolk newspaper, embarks on a tiger cruise with her family during Christmas time, where she meets a handsome naval officer, Lieutenant Billy Grinch Jenkins, and stumbles upon a mystery in the ship's archive room. The two embark on a quest to solve the mystery and end up finding more than they bargained for. Here's a hint. It's love. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nick. Uh, who's living on the USS Christmas? <laughs> All right. This movie was directed by Stephen R. Monroe and written by Andrea Canning. I was sure that given the amount of people in this movie, the ages of people in this movie, that certainly someone other than Trevor Donovan would have crossed paths with the 90210 franchise. They have not. They have not. (laughs) But uh, we have Trevor Donovan as Lieutenant Billy Grinch Jenkins. He's best known for the role of Teddy Montgomery in the CW years of 90210. He has many A Christmas credits, which include A Snow Globe Christmas, Marry Me at Christmas, Snow Coming, and Nostalgic Christmas. We also have Jen Lilly as Maddie Contino. She's best known for the role of Teresa Donovan on the soap Days of Our Lives. Her Christmas credits include The Spirit of Christmas, Mingle All the Way, Winter Love Story, and Angel Falls, a holiday novel. You know, you think they would run out of Christmas titles, but they never do. They don't. They absolutely don't. We have Barbara Niven as Elizabeth. This is Maddie's mother. She is a fixture in this kind of show. All sorts of things she seems to pop up in, but some of the series that she has regular recurring roles on includes The Chesapeake Bay, Murder She Baked, and The Crossword Mysteries. <laughs> Her Christmas credits include A Carol Christmas with one Tory Spelling, oh. Christmas Detour, and the Christmas in Evergreen films. There's several of these films, and she plays the same character in all of them. We have Stephanie Butler as Lieutenant Amelia Breslin. This is the sister who occasionally has a husband who never says words. I was what so confused heck? about what that. What was that about? It's like every once in a like, while. Why wasn't her husband at the ball at the with ship. her? Yeah, at the at the at the family dinners. Just every once in a while, there's a man who I would swear never says a word in this movie. He doesn't. He doesn't. That was I found it creepy. Is he a ghost? Like I'm glad you saw him. I thought the man was a ghost. <laughs> I was so confused. Anyway, anyway, Stephanie Butler as Lieutenant Amelia Breslin, who is Maddie's sister. She's best known for her roles on Rizzolian Eyes, as well as recurring as Cynthia on Stranger Things. Up until this point, she had no Christmas credit. We have Brett Rice as Captain Chet Jenkins. Now, I have another question about this. Did you think the captain and the mom had a thing going on? Yes, I was waiting for it. All right. (laughs) I I was waiting for more. He uh, he looked very familiar to me. I don't know what he's been in that I've seen, you know, but he this actor Brett Rice has been in a million things, so I'm sure there's many. I felt the yeah, same way. I Noth- figured it was one of those. When I was going through his credits, there was nothing that really stood out as this is the reason. 
but he's probably best known as playing Uncle BB in Paradise Lost. And he was also has one Christmas movie to his credit before this, Christmas in the Smokies. We have Valerie Ooh. Sue Love as Sarah. This is the uh, the fellow reporter at the newspaper, Maddie's friend. She's best known for her recurring role on Hi. The Resident. Her Christmas credits include Merry Christmas, baby. And that's it. We have Hardy Rawls as <laughs> Sam Williams. And that's Williams with an S. Don't. Don't mistake it for William without an S, please. Best known as Don right. Ringley in The Adventures of Pete and Pete, including the short Xmas Eve put out by Pete and Pete. And finally, we have Ginny oh. McCall as Elizabeth Williams. She has relatively few credits, but appeared in the film Palms. Like pom-poms, not palms. 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 Got it. Well, let's dive on into this movie, shall let's we? Let's do it. I'm excited. <laughs> oh, and by the way... Yes. Uh, so my dad is a Navy chaplain. And so and I grew up in the Navy. Former DJ who went by Midnight yes. Master Blaster. We've already established yes, that. Former college DJ. Yeah. Uh just like David. Yes. So I asked him a lot of questions oh, good. about just like random things that I saw in the movie. So I will be peppering that throughout. Okay. I did have some fact check oh. questions. Kendra, did you ever go on a tiger cruise? I did go on a tiger cruise. Thank oh, you for asking. Wow, okay. Um, I went on a tiger cruise um, in 2005 with my brother. We were living in Florida at the time. So we took a bus with like all the other tiger cruise people okay. from Florida to Virginia. And we met the ship at the uh, Naval Weapons Station in Yorktown. Okay. And then we rode the ship back to Mayport. Oh, okay. They had been like, but when we met them, they were, had been in the Persian Gulf for seven months. So we hadn't seen our dad for like wow. seven months. Okay. Um, so that was fun. And it was three days. We did all sorts of fun things. We played bingo. We got to fire an M60 off the set, like a big gun off the side of the ship. Like we got to take turns oh, just wow. like shooting into the ocean. <laughs> um, take so that, that dolphins. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, we apparently, he reminded me of this. We apparently saw like a torpedo oh, wow. shoot. So, they had a very big gun on the on the deck that's like for shooting at other ships. Wow, okay. And they fired that thing, oh, my which gosh. was very intense. All right. Um, Kendra, have you yeah. seen the Disney Channel original movie Tiger Cruise starring Hayden Panettiere I, and Bill Pullman? You know, it came out around the time I went on the Tiger Cruise. So I, it came I think out, yeah. I did watch it at least once. We slept in my dad's bunk or right. whatever, and uh, we got real seasick the first night. Oh, yeah. Was not ex not expecting that yeah. at all. But, yeah, we were like, ugh, the first night. And then after that, it was fine. Yeah. You got um, your sea legs. But, yeah. Yeah. But it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. And then we got to, like, you know, pull into port and wave at all cool. the families yeah. that were waiting. Yeah. Uh, as we came in. So wow. yeah. So Tiger Cruises are real. Okay. And so uh, he told me a lot of other fun facts that I will pepper in throughout okay all right USS so christmas leaving port yeah we start on december 15th and we get um a big montage of ship things as uh the nutcracker I... is playing <laughs> is playing it's funny that started um... and i was like this is home alone music why do i recognize this <laughs> and my wife was like it's the nutcracker and i'm like oh right <laughs> Right. It's the candy cane. It's the candy cane dance, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Peppy. we see, you know, ship things. And then uh, we go to uh, Norfolk, Virginia. Yeah. 
And we start in Maddie's office. She works at a newspaper. Do you did you write down what it's called? No. It's like the Norfolk Register. Register, Major. something like yeah, that. That know. sounds right. Yeah. That sounds right. So she and Sarah are walking into the office. They just went and got coffee and they run into this guy who also works there, who she's been on a couple dates with, and Sarah's like prying about oh, yeah. what's going on between the two of them. Uh her editor then gives her a new story that's breaking about a bank president who's being charged with fraud and like all this stuff. So she now has this big story to cover and she uh, is just lamenting that all of her stories are these like harsh reality stories and she wants to do more fluff pieces, which I feel like is the opposite of what most series writers want. But I could just be thinking of movies and not really know what I'm talking about. So, and, and right away, some things confused me. Now, when she bumps into her coworker, is this when he asked her to go see It's a Wonderful Life? And it's like, it's a date. Yeah. So that yeah. was weird. First of all, her friend, Sarah, is like, come on, we're going to go to a, I wrote this down, a singles jingle mingle. Does that sound like fun? A singles jingle mingle? Sure. And this dude comes in and bumps into her and was like, hey, the old movie theater's playing It's a Wonderful Life. And she's like, oh, that's interesting. And he's like, great, it's a date. And the other, and the friend's like, you're dating now? I do not understand the through line of this, like, guy co-worker character because she just proceeds to be, like, cold to him and ignore him, even though they've gone on I several dates. She, I don't, I don't know. I think she's just, tr- it's trying to show that her love life is just whatever. Well, yeah, she doesn't really have someone. I feel bad for this guy who's, like, seems nice and, and like, they've been on several dates. I didn't understand that at all. I thought that was going to come back, and it didn't. Here's the no. other thing that confuses me. All right. They make that big deal about It's a Wonderful Life. Her boss's name is Mr. Bailey. Oh, yeah! George Bailey, you know, of course, from It's a Wonderful Life. In that, George, that's all about, like, a banking crisis. Nick, I didn't connect any of that. But, so I'm like, are we going to do like, it's a, it's a wonderful life thing. His name is Bailey. He's talking about this big, like banking crisis. And it's just not a thing. <laughs> it's not a thing. <laughs> I'm just like, why would you choose all those things? If it's not a thing, you know, like that's so they name dropped. It's a wonderful life. I, that blew my mind. I just, I guess I was just looking too deep. I don't know. I, Wow, that's crazy. I didn't even well, catch any of that, but that is weird that they would do that. Yeah. Anyway, so she she also tells her friend that she's going to Navy Ball yeah. with her sister that night. Her sister's not going with her husband, boyfriend, or whoever this yes, is. Yes, this mute man. Yeah, just Maddie. Yeah. So the next scene is at the party, and she arrives, and she gets a drink, and turns around and immediately spills her drink all over this lady in a white dress. Right. right. Standing next to the lady is our leading man. Yes. What is his name? Billy. Billy Jenkins. Billy Jenkins. Billy Jenkins. And um, so they, you know, this is their meet cute. Sort as of. Yeah. Charlotte, as we'll come to find that's her name. She yeah. goes to the restroom to try and do something with her dress. Yeah. Someone passes him and calls him Grinch. Uh-huh. And he's like, ah, Christmas is overrated. Hey, correct me he if I'm wrong, like though. Isn't that the only time anyone ever refers to him as Grinch? Because I really thought that well, was going to be Well, they talk about theme. it. It's like the name of his... Yeah, his fighter his pilot. Plane. Yeah, his yeah, plane is his the Grinch. Sign. But I don't think anybody else calls him Grinch. Yeah, I guess not. Okay. I think she might mention it. I thought that again, was going to be a thing. But... He he thinks Christmas is overrated. Yeah. It's a distraction. Yeah. So she leaves him, goes to find her sister, who is talking with Captain Jenkins, yes. who and... will come to find is Billy's, Billy's father. Billy's dad, yes. 
which okay yes. that that was my first fact check question can he serve on a ship whose commanding officer is his father nope i asked my dad about this and he was okay. like that would never happen okay and he told me it's because captains rank their officers okay i don't know why but they rank them so okay. if he were to rank his son highly yeah that would you know yeah well i mean it just seems all sorts of problematic to have your son like, yes. be a direct report but yes okay so, so he was he said there up. have been fathers and sons in the navy at the same time but they would not be serving right on, on, the on a ship yeah ship together yeah, yeah, yeah. so okay that's called fraternization right. he says so yes uh we fact checked that uh, so <laughs> look past that yeah. because that's a big deal. It's a, it is a crucial <laughs> element to the story that unfolds. Uh, okay. So she's talking with Captain Jenkins and the sister and the captain is like, Oh, I'm surprised you're not coming on the tiger cruise. Right. And he says, it's not too late for her to join. And Maddie's like, oh, I don't want to, I don't really want to go. Yeah. And he's like, well, if you change your mind, you should come. Yeah. And then her sister makes a comment about, like, where are the drinks? And right. they, you see Charlotte walk in with, like, the shawl that Maddie's, Maddie had. Maddie's shawl, yeah. She, wouldn't, she didn't drape it right. I would have no. just, like, draped yeah. the whole thing yeah. across me. Yeah. But whatever. Yeah. So later on at the party, Billy comes to return the shawl to Maddie. And they talk for a little bit. Yeah. And then Charlotte comes to retrieve him. Yes. And it's her and Charlotte's relationship throughout this whole movie is kind of i don't know everyone like it's hard to tell if she hates her or not. everyone in charlotte's relationship i find confusing in this movie <laughs> yeah that's a weird yeah. it's a weird little so character then, <laughs> yeah so then captain jenkins gives a speech and a toast to the navy yes the navy the navy and the sister, I feel like she makes a big deal about wanting Maddie to come along because Captain Jenkins is like the big boss. And he was like, a, there, he was like a family friend, right? Captain Jenkins was the friend of their yes, father. Their and, fathers flew together. Yes. And so she's yes. like, he's going to think it's rude if you don't come. And he's my boss. And please just come. And she's really kind of turning the gears on her. They did mention also that their father uh, passed away. Yes. So he did. Her father Navy father passed away. That's yes. an important thing, yes, too. It is. Okay, next day, December 16th. We keep seeing the days. Yeah. So when I say it, that's why. She and her sister are at their favorite restaurant, apparently. The waitress knows them and is commenting right. on their lives and knows their reg their usual order. Keep in mind that we're recording and... in 2020 because I was <laughs> so jealous of them sitting down at that diner and having coffee. Yes. My wife was just like, I need diner coffee and I need it now. You know, it's like, sorry, man. Oh, by the way, yes. they filmed this movie in Wilmington, North Carolina, which that. is but a few hours yeah. from where I live. Yeah, I wonder. So, and they filmed it like during the pandemic, yeah. like they had to deal with all that stuff while they were filming. So, well, that's you know one thing I anyway. thought, and like obviously they can't just film all these movies like when it's cold out. But I felt like every time they're outside and it's supposed to be cold, you see like spray painted snow on some windows and a little bit of snow there. And these are clearly very like warm people, you know, so that kind of cracked me up throughout. Yeah. So Maddie and Amelia are talk 
Amelia, right? Mm -hmm. Her sister is Amelia. Mm -hmm. uh, they're talking about how Maddie just, she's not really liking writing anymore. She's just kind of feeling burned out. She brings up this firefighter story about like a firefighter adopted this baby that was left on the doorstep. And now that baby is grown up and like right. doing a great job at school and all this stuff. And so she wants to write more stories like that. Yeah. Which uh, is Amelia a very weird career ambition, you know, to like yeah, go, it go is. backwards, but okay. Yeah. Uh, she asks if anyone at the party the other night caught her eye, mm. but she is, it seems like she dated military guys in the past and it didn't work out. Yeah. So she's not wanting to date a military guy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She, I'm sure, I'm sure that will hold up. Her, <laughs> her ex, as well <laughs> as I think like her parents' relationship was a real like deterrent for her wanting to do that again. Yes. So as they're talking, Billy, Lieutenant Billy Jenkins yeah. walks in. With a sick jacket, and, right? Do you like that leather jacket he had Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, who's that guy? But by the time Amelia turns around, he's not there yeah. anymore. I don't know. I thought that was a weird little thing. Yeah. But then her sister really wants her to come on this tiger cruise, brings it up again. Yes. And she finally relents and is like, fine. Yeah. I'll go on the tiger cruise. Yeah. But she has to ask her boss, Mr. George it's, Bailey. I don't think we hear it's George, but it's Mr. She, Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> if she can go on this cruise. So like, she goes Merry to his office Christmas. and she asks if she can go. She needs to leave the next day. And he's like, oh, I don't know. Uh, but then he lets her go. But that, she and asked her friend Sarah in a is, way that was like the worst possible way to ask for a time off. She just like rambled yeah. through this whole thing. And he's like, we've got this big banking crisis and I need you. And she's like, but I really want to go. And he's like, all right, you rascal. It's just, I don't know. She, <laughs> she did not approach it well at all. No, but it worked. It did. So good for her. Her friend Sarah is also very excited about her meeting a guy, yeah. a handsome sailor uniform, on this boat. Yeah. So then we go to Maddie's house, which is a very nice house. Yeah. I... And she's... <laughs> I just, every time we see an interior of a house, whether it's like the, the captain's house, whoever's house, it is lit like you're in a Kohl's like, window display. It, there is so many, yeah. like there's a wreath on every freaking door. There's like a Christmas tree in every room. <laughs> Very picturesque. The, the lit garlet budget on this movie must have just been <laughs> off the charts because everywhere was decked. Yep, yep. Think Thomas Kincaid. I will paint the light, Thomas. <laughs> uh, okay, so she's packing and then she sees a picture of her dad and talking about how much she met to herself about how much she misses her dad. Okay. I, this, this is another thing that cracked me up a little bit because the picture, first of all, the little girl in the picture has like jet black hair and she is like a very like fair skinned, light haired blonde woman. It's also clearly <laughs> photoshopped of two people in front of like the boat or whatever. And I'm just like, you couldn't just find a picture of people in front of a boat. Like, they don't even look like, you don't even see the dad, so that doesn't matter. And the little girl photoshopped into the picture has black hair and looks nothing like her. So I'm just like, why are you mocking up this terrible Photoshop picture that just needs to be two randos in front of any boat? <laughs> right? Come on, guys. I'm just saying, just like a Google image search, you know? <laughs> Uh, okay, so the next scene is them coming on to the ship. The ship, by the way, is called the Polaris. And mm. I asked my dad if this was a real ship 
The answer is no. And oh. I got some uh, fun facts about aircraft carriers. Okay. Uh, aircraft carriers are named after presidents. Oh. So like cool. Reagan. There's one named after Reagan. Yeah. Uh, there's one named after JFK. Uh-huh. Cruisers are named after American battles. In case you're wondering. So my dad at one time was stationed on the Vicksburg, Uh which was a battle. Sure, I remember, yeah. So that is your fun fact about aircraft carriers. It was fun and it was factual, so thank you. Thank you. Okay, so then they say hello. It's So it's Maddie, her mom, meet up with Amelia. Then Captain Jenkins comes over to say hi. And Maddie's mom and Captain Jenkins, as we've already said... They know each other very well. They sure so do, Kendra. It seems like we're laying the groundwork for something between them yes, that does. never never really happens. Every... But maybe it does, and we Look, just don't see. I, you know what? I think that the sexual chemistry between the mom and the captain dwarf any chemistry between <laughs> any other character in the whole movie. <laughs> wow. That's what I say. <laughs> All right. So then Billy walks up and is, like, introduced to their mom, and... Uh, Maddie tries to just like look the other way so he doesn't see her, but he does. Yeah. And they have this kind of like awkward. Yeah, nice hello. to see you again. Oh, you yeah. know each other? Ooh. <laughs> then they go out on the main deck and see Amelia's plane, which is called the Daddy's Girl. That's like her call sign is <laughs> Daddy's Girl. Uh, I was watching this with my wife, and she was like, hold on, hold on. <laughs> The one woman's plane's name is Daddy's Girl? Why isn't Blog Guy's ship named Daddy's Boy? His dad's <laughs> literally the captain. So That would make sense. So I don't I don't have any defense of that. But yes, hers is is Daddy's Girl. Uh and then Billy comes out to say that they're they're leaving port. The the ship is starting up. Here we go. Yep. We had to watch this with commercials and that made oh, it yes. incredibly long. It was. But really it was only like what, like an hour 40? Like I'm normal movie that. length. Yeah, probably like but... 90 minutes, really. I yeah. watched mine on the Friendly TV app. Is that is that where you did it? I did, yep. yes. Yep. That's where I watched I, it. You know what? That that channel to me is worth it for the like 12-hour uh, Yule Log channel they have that's just like oh, yeah. random pets running around in front of an open fire in a, in a Christmas tree. <laughs> that's fun. Yeah. We should have got them to sponsor this. Darn it. <laughs> all right so then they go to dinner i forgot to say captain jenkins invited them all to dinner yes with him. like in his private uh, quarters or what was yes, that room guess what i have a fun fact about yes Nick? hit me <laughs> so i i asked my dad i was like would the captain eat in a private room would he invite people to his private room the answer is yes though of course not his son because right. that would be fraternization right. and and all that sort of stuff but he said let me let me find it he said that on a ship the enlisted people eat in the galley right the chiefs eat in the chief's mess and the officers eat in a room called the ward room okay when they're on the sea um the captain also has um a private uh they call it the private mess for the captain he usually has his own chef Oh, or culinary specialist, and he can nice. have anybody he wants in there okay. for dinner with him, and they can, you know, they have their own chef, so they can eat whatever they want. Okay, but yeah, so he said when they're at sea, the captain has an at sea cabin right off the bridge, nice. so if they need the cap, the captain quickly, he's right there, like Picard's so, ready room. Correct, like the <laughs> like Picard's ready room. <laughs> Make it so. 
Oh, by the way, on the cover, because while I was talking to my dad, he was like looking at the movie and stuff. And on the cover, the ship is like uh-huh. at sea and there's like a giant Christmas tree yeah. on the deck. Yeah. Like a lighted Chris- light Christmas yeah. tree. And he was like, there's no way. That, oh. that they would have that okay. while they're while they're underway. Okay. He said it was called it, it would be called an FOD, a foreign object on deck. Oh. Okay. So Well, Christmas is canceled. You didn't you didn't think you were gonna get all these navy facts, but you're getting them. If I can be honest, I didn't know I needed them, but I do. Well, you do. Thank you. Okay. Let me let me scroll back up to where we were. <laughs> okay. So they go to dinner with him and his private mess. So many blondes. And... So many blondes at this table. <laughs> yes, they're right? all blonde. Every person in this movie yep. is blonde. I I mean, maybe we'll get to this. I don't understand the relationship with Charlotte and I guess her brother. I don't know why they're there. I don't know how they're connected. I don't understand that. Yeah. So Billy walks in with Charlotte, making us think once again that they are dating. Yeah. Billy talks about all these decorations are a waste of time. Yeah. Charlotte, we find out, is a romance writer. She just travels around and finds romantic stories and writes about them. After dinner, as they're like finishing up, yeah. they're telling stories about Captain Jenkins and Maddie and Amelia's dad. Mm-hmm. And he tells all this stuff about when they were in Japan, he was looking for like the perfect present yeah. for all of them. And Billy makes a comment about like, yeah, my dad, I always got my dad's presents in the mail because he was never around. Yeah, I don't really... I don't know. I guess I don't feel like they really got too deep into that relationship, but they sure laid a lot of groundwork of some real disgruntled situations yeah. here. Yeah. So then Dan arrives, who we find out is Charlotte's brother. So I yeah. guess Dan is also really good friends with Billy and Captain Jenkins. I, I, I don't guess. Know. That, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I didn't understand. But then, yeah, so Charlotte is Dan's brother, and Maddie is like, oh, so are you two not. Yeah together and she's like oh no yeah yeah <laughs> so now, yeah when they're talking about the christmas gift or the gifts is this when the captain is like oh i remember maddie your dad brought your mom this pink kimono yes because he said that pink kimono thing and like it was it was two things first of all i thought maybe it was gonna be i mean obviously the captain and the mom are in love and have a secret <laughs> secret obviously. clandestine relationship going on this whole time obviously but I kind of thought he was going to be like pink kimono and she was going to be like, I never got a pink kimono. And it was going to be like, oh, dad's a cheat. Oh. But no, I guess they just bonded that her husband, her dead husband brought her some lingerie and he remembered it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like a kimono I, isn't Well, lingerie. not lingerie, but you know, I think the, yeah. I just yeah, thought, yeah, they're flirting. No, nope, just, like just open, pleasant stories. It's just a nice story, I guess. Just okay. nice memories. Okay, so Amelia goes for her night shift and Matt and her mom goes with her to watch her work and everyone else leaves. Who does that leave, Kendra? (laughs) Well, it leaves Billy Uh and Maddie. And the captain suggests that Billy walk Maddie back to her stateroom. Definitely. So then they're walking on the deck and Billy's like, I can't believe you thought she was my girlfriend. And she's like, I mean... It's not that big of a jump, right. actually. Yeah, yeah, we all thought that. So They talk about uh, Billy's dad thinks he's going to be alone forever. And Maddie talks about not wanting to date a military guy yeah. because she doesn't want to be in the military life. No, she doesn't. Which I actually, uh, that was one of my, th- I grew up Navy and uh, I'm a Navy brat, I guess, like she is. And I, that was one of my things, too. I loved it. I loved it more than she did. But uh that was, I was like, I do not You're want 
to be with a military person, and I'm not. So hey, I succeeded. Good job. Okay, so then they get into like the doorway where her thing is, and she starts going down the stairs. Yeah. And he's like, "You're going down the wrong way." So then she has to come back up and go down the right way. Guess who I checked with about this? And let's just clarify: the stairs are are steep almost to the point that it seems like a ladder. And so she is using them like you would a ladder by backing down feet first. Correct. And yes. he does say in the movie, it's called a ladder. And my dad also said, yes, they are called ladder wells. So mm -hmm. you don't call them stairs. Mm -hmm. And he said, unless like you're carrying something, like two people are carrying something and one person has to go backwards, you really have to go face first oh. down. Because it's just so, the ceilings are so low, mm. like you could bump your head okay. and you need to be seeing where you're going. And he said, you always are supposed to have three points of contact with anything. So you oh. need two hands on a rail and yeah. one foot on a step at all times. And he does in, in it, Billy does say like, make sure you grab onto both sides of the rail. And so, yeah. Yep. All right. Yep. So I guess that fact check checks out. It does. Good job, movie. So then she, they walk to her stateroom and, uh. They say their goodbyes yeah. for the night. Yeah. She goes to her room, sends some emails, drinks some coffee. I don't know where she got that Starbucks coffee in yeah. the middle of the ocean. <laughs> That's but... <laughs> a good question. How did that room look to you? Did that Was that similar to what you stayed in? Because it made me feel claustrophobic just seeing it. It looked a little big, actually. Really? Oh. <laughs> the, the room we stayed in, I mean, it's very narrow. There's like two desks like into the wall and then a, a bunk. Okay. And that's it. So, and a little, you know, a little closet. Yeah. So it's not spacious at all. Yeah. So for her to be able to like lounge in a chair and With drink her Starbucks coffee, I don't coffee. know. Yeah. I don't know. It okay. looks a little big to me. All right. And the whole shit, all the rooms they were in, like when I remember very low ceilings, mm. very narrow yeah. hallways. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Okay. December 18th, they're standing uh, on the bridge and she just walks onto the bridge to talk to the captain. Yeah. I fact checked this. <laughs> I, that's, I wrote that down too. I Right here. I was like, she wandered onto the bridge? How does that <laughs> check out? Uh, no, you have to request permission to come on the bridge. Yeah, even on the um, love so boat, she would, you have to do that. She would at least have to do that. Yeah, yeah. and probably uh, security-wise, probably would not be allowed yeah. just to come on the bridge. Yeah, I wouldn't think so. So she's no. talking with the captain about... Um, he had mentioned during dinner that he and his wife had met on a tiger cruise. Yes. Is that? Yes. Okay. And, but they're now, they're now divorced. Mm. So this has got her thinking about love on the ship and people who have fallen in love on tiger cruises and things like yeah, that. Yeah. She's like, maybe I can finally write the puff pieces I've always dreamed of. <laughs> I just want the puff pieces. Not all this journalism. I want to write about the world's largest cookie. So big. Okay, so he suggests that she go look in the archive room, mm. and he volun he voluntolds Billy to <laughs> help her. Did you say voluntolds? Yeah, I like it. He was voluntold he was, to yeah. help her, uh, and because at first he's like, "I'm not doing that," yeah. and he's like, "That's an order." Yep. So he goes down to the archive room. So they go to the archive room. Billy's like, he's never been in there before. She just starts grabbing random boxes and rifling through them. And they find uh, some old pictures. And yeah. then she finds a journal 
why they would have his journal, I don't know. Right. But yeah. they find this journal of a sailor who yeah. was on a ship and he has like this drawing he did of a dancer and he has this whole story. And we see kind of we keep seeing these flashbacks. Yeah, it's a personal journal. It's them. a personal journal. Yeah. Yeah. A personal yes. Um, like a diary almost. Yeah. And um we see a flashback to this guy just writing in this journal yeah. about a woman named Dorothy who he met on a tiger cruise. Yeah. And so this this has got Maddie's gears turning. Yes. So then she's like, Oh, that sounds that's this story sounds so yeah. and Billy's like undisciplined and she says, No, yeah. romantic. Did you, oh, did they're you, just too different. These I know two. they're always butting heads. He doesn't even like Christmas. Did you think when the flashback started that the narrative was then going to be sort of like half and half, like we were going to be seeing a lot more because we got maybe two and they were just like a guy with a crew cut being like, I saw a pretty dancer end of flashback. I thought we were going to see more in the flashback. They were, they're all just him writing. Yeah. That's it. Nothing else happens in the flashbacks except watching him write in yeah. his journal. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought there was going to be more. <laughs> she also mentions here that she never went on any Tiger Cruises as a kid. Right. So this also comes up later. So yeah. that's important. Yeah. They're also surprised that they never met as kids because their dads oh, true. were good friends. Right. But yeah. she, she says that she never went to any military things. Yeah. I call foul on that. Yeah. I mean, no way. they just hired a babysitter every time they went to any. Right. No. Yeah. I mean, we went to stuff all the time mm. for my dad's, like, you know, families, Navy families getting together. Well, so. I mean, I did think that was weird, but I guess that was a place where I had to sort of give them props for at least acknowledging the fact that, like, she's meeting this person whose family yeah. has been in their life for the past 30 years, you know, for the yeah. first time. So I got to give them props for at least, like, owning that. Yeah. Okay. So then she decides she's going to borrow this journal. She's going to read it some more, yeah. see if there's a story there. Yep. They also find a Santa suit and she suggests that he dress <laughs> up as Santa for the kids. As soon as she saw that, I was like, Trevor Donovan is going to be in that Santa suit in 30 minutes. Click. <laughs> you know, I knew it. <laughs> he starts talking about 4th of July is better than Christmas. Yeah. And he thinks Christmas on a ship is just a distraction. Yeah. Well, They've got a giant Rockefeller Center-sized Christmas tree on the front <laughs> deck, so yeah, <laughs> that would be distracting. <laughs> okay, so then she is in a different room that has phones, I don't know, yeah, and she calls phone. a phone room, and she calls Mr. Bailey to tell him about this story, and she wants to know if she can pursue it. <laughs> and he is, you know, he's not really sure... But he eventually agrees it's, to let her he continue says, looking at it. He's like, remember now, remember, to write a story like this, the two most important things are heart and emotion. And like, oh, well, thank you, William Randolph Hearst, for that <laughs> deep, deep explanation of what makes a good story. <laughs> heart and emotion, baby. That's all you need. Also, follow up. Is she not on this ship to visit her family? Because I ain't seen that sister or mom like since that. She doesn't hang out with since them. Since that blonde after. dinner, I haven't seen them yeah. even once. Yeah. Well, they're about to, I Nick, guess. because right. the next scene, they're up on the deck and they're watching Amelia take off in her plane yeah. and fly her plane and yes. do a demonstration. This girl so... hits the skies. Yep. Then we get another flashback of Sam writing about Dorothy. So she must be. Reading, reading the journal it, i guess yeah yeah 
Billy comes in to check. She's in some sort of like study room. I don't know where she is. She's yeah, not yeah. in the archive. I wondered that too. Yeah. Because he comes in to like check on her progress. Right. And he says, I went to the archive room again and he found an ornament mm-hmm. in a box that yes. on the back it says to Dorothy 1965. Yes. So they decide to go see um, the chief, one of the chiefs who works in the post office, yeah. I guess, who's like, Knows all things Christmas. Very helpful. Very helpful. He's the Christmas chief. He's the Christmas chief. The chief of Christmas. So they they go to see him. He looks at the ornament and says that was the very first Tiger Cruise they ever did was 1965. Hmm. And he is going to talk to his brother at the VA and have him look up Sam. Though they don't know his last name at this point. Mm-hmm. But he's going to see if he can find anything. He also sends them to go look at... There's a memorabilia display up for Tiger Cruise people. Okay. And yeah, so yeah. they he sends them to go look at that. So then they go look at the memorabilia. And they find a picture of a dancer. They now think that Dorothy was a dancer. It does look very similar to the sketch. It does, yes. Yeah. So they did a good job with that. And Maddie asks him, Billy, yeah, if when they dock in New York City the next day he would go and check out this dance studio mm-hmm. that they think she was attached right. to. I can't remember how they got to that. Point. I can't remember that either. Something about, because she was dancing with the USO and there was something about, yes, no, the dance, he, they don't figure the out chief... the dance studio until later. They're going to look at like the USO office. That's where they find at the yes, USO office on her right. pay stub. They find it. Yes. Yeah. Oh man. So many steps. Yes. You're right. Okay. December 19th, New York city. Uh, they, Get out of a taxi with Maddie and Amelia and their mom and yeah. Billy. Yes. Amelia and Maddie's mom go off to do their own thing. <laughs> yeah. I wrote, this is the emptiest street in New York City. I know. Yeah. I mean, I know they're filming in Wilmington, but put some more, put some yeah. more people yeah, a few out more, there. Yeah, a few more. But it's also, um, it's also they're filming in the pandemic, so maybe Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. I'll cut in slack on that. Okay. So they're off to this... I think they call it the historical building. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. They find uh, her name. Her name is Dorothy Mill, I think. That sounds Miller, fine. Milner, okay. Mill. Uh, they find out she was a dance instructor at Ovation Dance Studio and that the dance studio is still around. Here we have another flashback where he's just writing about how he saw Dorothy perform and he was going to talk to her. But by the time he decided to do that, she had already left the ship. Yeah. So he has to find her. Right. They go to the dance studio. We're, we're cooking now. We're yeah. moving through. They Dorothy. walk right in to a children's yes. dance yeah. studio. No questions yep. asked. Yep. They think the kids are adorable who are dancing. They talk to the owner and they find out that Dorothy was the owner, the current owner's dance teacher right. at one point. And that he did track her down because she has a memory of this pilot coming in and surprising her with roses and all this stuff. She doesn't know Sam's last name and she doesn't know she was Dorothy was dating someone at the time. So she doesn't know if, if she went with Sam or ended up with this other guy. Yeah. Yeah. She also, this this is, I just thought this was funny, but she says like, we're right in the middle of dress rehearsal and there's like five girls in like work outfits you know what i mean like not costumes and they're just standing at a bar like raising their legs i'm like this is the worst show i've ever seen (laughs) (laughs) just five girls in leotards at a bar (laughs) so that they've kind of hit a 
a little bit of a dead end, though mm-hmm. that gives them a little more information. Yes. Um, so they're on the street. They get some roasted chestnuts, which Billy has never had. I love those. As they're standing there, they're talking about the last time he was in New York City was with his family, and it was like their last Christmas together before yeah. the divorce happened. Yes. So um, he doesn't have really good memories of that. They also mention here, and I don't know why, but they say something about extra crispy bacon is the only way to go. And I 100% agree with that. Mm. Why eat bacon if it's not extra crispy? If it's not falling apart as you're trying to pick it up, what is the point of eating it? Can I tell you one downside to being a vegetarian? Bacon is not a thing that can be replicated. Turkey, turkey bacon. That's rough, yeah. Back, you know, when I was doing that, turkey bacon is passable, but any kind of vegetarian bacon, it's just like, what are you doing? Just stop. Yeah. Sausage you can do, I do bacon, eat, don't I try. eat mostly turkey bacon these days yeah. when I cook it at home because my husband doesn't eat regular yeah. bacon. Right. Um, so you can get it to taste pretty good, I think but so. uh, yeah. But I do not recommend vegetarian. Sausage, though. Sausage you can get away with. Yeah. So as they're standing there, they get handed a flyer for the annual Christmas show at this train place. I don't even know what it is. It's a train it's like show. It's a train museum. Some, some sort yeah. of thing, which was part of part of Billy's childhood memory was this train yes. place. Yeah. So she convinces him to go. Um, they did film this at, there is an actual tra- railroad museum in Wilmington. And oh, okay. so, or somewhere yeah, where they in, were filming. In the region, yeah. Uh, so, so that's where they uh, filmed this. So they go to this train show. They're looking at all the, the model trains, zipping about, talking about divorce and losing a parent and, uh, you know, just bonding over yeah. dads being away and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Although to be fair, Billy's, um, dad that- is, Billy's dad is just working. Maddie's dad is dead. So it's not a true comparison, but yeah. yes. Yeah. And we find out that he, he died during a training exercise when she was 17. Yeah. That's very rough. Yes. Um, and because of that, she wish she wishes she had gone on the Tiger Cruises right. because, you know, it would have been more time yeah. with her dad. But yeah, he's talking about like, oh, my, our dads were gone for months at a time and all this stuff. And he talks about, this comes up later too, that his dad gave him a train yeah. for one Christmas. And then and he loved that train, but he eventually yeah, lost little, it. Little red train, cheapy red train. Maddie then goes to get hot chocolate and Billy runs into this kid who's like doing this whole like breaker breaker. Yeah. I don't know. I yeah. can't remember what he says. Trucker link. Um, right? But then he starts like, yeah, yeah he starts playing ar- around with the kid yeah. and saying the same stuff. Uh, the kid is very interested in pilots and the Navy. Mm-hmm. And so he gives him his like wings. Yeah. And pin. I, I wondered about that. Is that like, is that like something he just has a handful of those to like hand out or was that? Yeah, like I don't know. Legit... I was okay. like, is this important? Do I didn't you really understand. <laughs> yeah. Like, are you going to get in trouble for that? Two things about that <laughs> scene. One, the little kid's name is Teddy, which is Trevor Donovan's name in 90210. Oh. Do with that what you will. Second, as a parent, I hate when strangers talk to my son. When we're like in a store or I something like, and someone comes up yeah. and is like, oh, how are you today? And oh, look at this. I'm just like, please go away, stranger. I honestly think it's a personality thing. Yeah. Because like my mom will talk to anyone who starts talking to her. Mm. So mm-hmm. I think it's just, you know, yeah. I would hate it too. Yeah. I hate it when random people start talking to me. So yeah. It's, well, it's anyway. more like, cause it's just awkward because you have to navigate like, this is my child talking to a stranger. It's just a weird situation. So, you yeah. Know. Maddie then kind of picks on him for saying Merry Christmas and being not a Grinch. Yeah. In that. Then they go to a 
bistro where they get a brain freeze. Oh, no. Are they sharing a milkshake? Because I saw a milkshake on that table yes. with two straws. Yes, they're, they're definitely sharing a milkshake. <laughs> okay. They, they have some conversation here. Billy's talking about how he loves his job. He's not scared of anything. No. Um, but he doesn't like Christmas because of the divorce mm-hmm. happened and mm-hmm. then Christmases were weird after yeah, that. Right. She suggests that he make new Christmas memories like the ones they made today. And he tells her that she's amazing, that she has a way with words. Yes. That, I felt like that came kind of out of nowhere. I Look. It did. I feel like these characters, like, obviously we know the journey that they're going to be on. I feel like at no time do they really have a connection or chemistry. Did you feel that? Um, I don't know. Because when I they start know. talking like they like each other, I'm like, wait, what? And, like, I remember at one point in the movie, she's like, he's a wonderful man. And I'm like, I mean, he hasn't knifed anyone. What do you mean he's wonderful? You know what I mean? Like, nothing's really... Yeah. Okay. Okay, so then they get a text from Maddie's mom. The ship is about to leave. Yeah. Like, gonna leave them. Yeah. And so they get in a, in a taxi, but they hit some traffic. They think they're not gonna make it, so they decide to run. They definitely and they run... that cab driver, too. No, I think he, I think she throws some money oh, in there. Oh, does she? Okay, well. I think so. All right. So they're running, 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 running. They do get to the ship in time, all out of breath. I have some fun facts. Okay. About this. Oh, let's do it. So I asked um, my dad, because I remember every time we would go to the ship, because he, he gave, everyone who came to visit us, he gave a tour of the ship. Yeah. So I went on the ship Many times. And every time you have, like, you when you walk up the gangplank, you have to stop. You have to salute the flag. Mm-hmm. Then you have to turn to the officer who's standing there, and you have to request permission to come aboard. Yeah. Then they have to say permission granted. They yeah. just, like, in the movie, they just run they onto just the ship. They just collapse in. I know. that's They don't even, like, there's yeah. no IDs. He's not in uniform or anything. He's just, like, they just run onto the ship, you know? Yeah. So then I said to my dad, I was like, well, I guess I just thought the ship would wait for them. And he was like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> he was like, if you're not there, the ship has a place to be and you're you're out of luck. Yeah. It's called missing a movement mm. is what it's called. And it is then your responsibility to get yourself to the ship. Wow, okay. He said uh, that actually he had someone on his ship overslept the day that they were supposed to deploy and had to like, the ship was leaving and they had to come out on like a tiny boat to meet the ship. And he said he was so freaking mad at the person that happened. So that's the thing. All right. December 20th. Getting close. I just wrote talking on the phone. Back at the, back to the newspaper. I don't know. I wrote, she's uh, updates on Dorothy. They find out she moved to California and changed her name. Yeah. Oh, she's talking with Sarah. Yes. Yeah. She's this talking is a, with Sarah. This is another place where that poor, like, hapless boyfriend back at the newspaper is like, is that Maddie? Can I talk to her? And Sarah yeah. just, like, completely ignores him. And that's it. And I just don't understand. I think we're supposed to think that he's not a good guy. But he was that's so nice. I... <laughs> he was so nice. Well, but when when he makes that comment about, like, it's a date, Sarah's like, do you see how he just, like, assumed you would go on a date with him? Yeah. So I think we're supposed to think he's, like, manipulative well, that or case something. was not made. Yeah. Okay. So then she talks to Mr. Bailey as well. And it turns out he does need her article because his other article fell through. Yeah. So she's got to write Whatever this thing that now. Means. I guess the banking crisis didn't happen or did happen. Yeah. It did or know. didn't happen is what we're led to believe. 
Don't know. So she goes to see the chief who is going to ask his brother for more information. But it turns out you have to fill out this form and it's going to take weeks. Right. Yeah. 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 Because they would only they would only give that kind of information to like a next of kin. Otherwise, you have to file a freedom of information request like through the government, which was a whole big thing. Yeah. Yeah. So that's another dead end. Then we go to another private dinner in the captain's private mess. And they're talking about family and Billy then leaves. Oh, right. I remember now. So he he leaves. He has something to do. We don't Mm -hmm. know what. Mm -hmm. And then we have another toast to friends, family, and Christmas. More bedroom eyes from uh, Captain Chet and the mom. Definitely. Okay, then we do making ornaments. So this is an activity for the families. They can make ornaments. And as they're doing that, Billy comes in dressed as Santa. For the kids. Yes. The captain tells Maddie that he is glad, like, I, he doesn't know what Maddie's done, but he's yeah seems happy, and so he's uh, he's happy about that. Billy does a thing where he, like, there's kids lining up, and he looks over at Maddie and, like, pulls the beard off, and he's like, huh? Huh? And we're like, we uh, know! Uh? We know it's him! Everyone knows! <laughs> but now we know for sure. So later on, they're walking outside the ship and it's snowing and they share a kiss yes they do maddie and billy yes and she instantly is like this isn't a good idea yeah. i should go yeah and she, she doesn't want to date a military man again oh. though would say that like that kind of comes out of nowhere because it doesn't it doesn't really feel like this is a romantic relationship you know so it was kind of like yeah okay all right and then it's like so disturbing yeah. for her that she's got to be like, no, I can't let myself fall again. Yeah. <laughs> December 21st, they are leaving the ship. Charlotte is off to Aspen. Yeah. So good for Charlotte. The cap- Captain Chet comes to say goodbye to everyone. The chief comes to tell her that he found Samuel William. William. No S. Right. He was shot down in Vietnam and got a special, or no, he was shot down somewhere else. Yeah. And he got a special award for that. So because of that, they were able to find him without filling out the freedom of yes. information thing. Yes. But then he went MIA in Vietnam and turns out there was a fire at the VA the yeah. same day. So yeah. they lost all records yeah. and they they don't even know if he's alive right. or dead. right. That's at least something for her to mm-hmm. go on. She has a last name now. Billy comes up and they share a hug goodbye. Yes. And that's it. They're probably never going to see each other again. Yeah, probably. Back at her house. No, this is at Jenkins' house. Yes. So Billy and, and Chet are talking about New York City and how he went to the train so show yeah. and stuff and how it brought back a lot of memories. And then we get kind of an abrupt, like, one day you moved out, Dad, and yeah. then you didn't talk to me anymore. I know. That's what I mean. Like, they peppered that in in the beginning, and then we get it here. But I got to say, I felt like that scene between the father and the son was kind of the best scene of the movie. Just, like, acting-wise, and just the, yeah. I felt like that scene was particularly good. Yeah. So, yeah, so he starts talking about, I failed you as a father, but he he wanted him to be a pilot so that they could be closer. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So they could serve on the same ship. Yep. At Maddie's office the next day, she is very worried that she's not going to get this story done in time. So her and Sarah go to get some hot chocolate to think about things. She's telling Sarah she can't find any more records on Sam Williams. It's a cold case. 
and they say it gets colder and they're talking about Billy and they say something. She says something about a wedding announcement yeah. and she's like, why didn't of I course. think to look for a wedding announcement? Yeah. And also like, why didn't she think she to goes, look for a wedding announcement? <laughs> yeah, I know. She goes back to the office and Billy is there waiting for her. Oh. So then they go for a walk. Yep. He brought the ornament that says Dorothy on the back of it to give to her. Stole it, yeah. He says uh, that he thinks he's falling for her and he wants to take her out on a date. Yes. And she's like, but is it worth the risk of getting hurt? Yeah. And he says, yes. Mm -hmm. He says he's scared of falling in love, but he... uh, Yeah. He, he wants to to give it a shot. Mm-hmm. He tries to kiss her, but yeah, but she kind of like leans in, she's, but then she's, she's like, not no, for it. The military. And as she's leaving, he says, "I'm not going to hurt you." And she says, "You don't know that." Mm-hmm. And she leaves. She's out. She goes back to the office and does find a wedding announcement. Turns out their last name Nick is Williams. This with okay. an S. This I thought was insane because first of all, she just she says that and just jumps to oh. Every one of his military records must be wrong. And not that this like local paper added an S on his last name. You know what I mean? Like, it seems like if you were going to trust a wedding announcement in like a small town thing versus like career military records, you probably would go with the career military records, you know? Yeah, probably. So then she she finds a number of a home that they were living in. She calls the home, but they moved and... They're not allowed to give out any more information. Yes. Then she sees something that I think is also a big leap. The Huge call leap. sign. The call sign of the guy's plane was Picasso. Okay, but that was funny in itself because you see P I C A S S, and they're like Picas, Picas, mm, <laughs> Picasso. <laughs> so even that was like, okay, what else could it possibly be? But then you were saying. So, yeah. So then she's like, I go to a diner called the Picasso Diner. Perhaps they're connected. Yes. (laughs) Anyway, so she goes to this diner. Turns out Sam owned the diner. He owned the diner, yep. And the waitress doesn't know where he is now, but she knows that he has a daughter in Virginia Beach. Mm -hmm. So she finds the daughter. Turns out they're living with the daughter in Virginia Beach. Yes, found. So she found them. Yay. December 23rd. She goes to their house to hear their story. Turns out he was a POW for seven years. Yeah, so she finds Um, them. This is the thing. Yeah. It is so anticlimactic that she just, like, finds them and goes and sits down with them. Because I was sure that it was going to be something like, you know, there was some misconnection or whatever. And she was going to, like, reunite them or, like, fill in some gaps to the story. But it's like... No, they're just there. It's nothing. Yeah. It's nothing. It's she like she adds nothing to this. Like, her story apparently is two people met and then got married. The end. Yeah. You know? Like, what? Yeah. That's not a... Okay. Yeah. So yeah. he was a POW for seven years. Yeah. She waited for him yes. and he lived. That's and then a good they... story. That's that a good is story. a good story. But yeah. that's got nothing to do with the Tiger Cruise and how they met right. and everything. That's that's immaterial to the mystery that we've been following this whole time. Yeah. So he was an artist. That's why his call sign was Picasso. Right. And they they also talk about like 
the military life was hard, but she loved Sam, so she yes. she did it. Hmm. Any parallels you could see, Kendra? Yes. Oh. And they she also gives them the ornament. Yes. So they can have it. Doesn't give him the journals. That's what I said. I was like, at <laughs> least return the journals. They could have been like, oh, Sam, look at this. This is how it all... Nothing. She keeps the journals, no, apparently. She steals his personal journal. <laughs> she steals his journal and gives him an ornament that he made 50 years ago. <laughs> cool. So she goes home and we get like kind of a montage of her writing this story <laughs> with the journals. Yeah. And I don't know if what we see is her whole story, but it looks incredibly short. It looks like me. a, yeah, it looks like a fifth grade essay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so the next scene is dinner at her mother's house. She finished the story. And then after dinner, her and mom are talking about Billy and about does Maddie's mom regret being with, their dad even mm-hmm. though you know he yeah. died yeah all of that and then she tells this whole story about how she actually broke off their engagement because she was scared of the military life yeah, yeah. but then she decided that she loved him and it was worth it mm-hmm. so this turns maddie right around she tries to call billy and captain jenkins i don't know what she's calling captain jenkins cell phone yeah. trying to find him yeah. but uh He's like, oh, Billy? And Billy, like, shakes his head no. Yeah, and yeah. he's like, Billy is take the call. unavailable. Unavailable. She tells him to tell Billy to read the paper in the morning and to meet at Picasso's if he would like to yes. in the morning. Yeah, she'll be there at 10 a.m. in case he's interested. Yep. All right, Christmas Day. The paper is delivered. Her story's on the front page. She acts like this is the first time she's ever written any article ever. Like everyone in her family is like, your article's out. I'm like, this is what she does for a living. She has articles in that newspaper in every single issue, but okay. Yeah. At the Jenkins home, Captain is reading the paper and gives it to Billy to read the article. So he does. And we get her voiceover while he's reading it. I thought his (laughs) facial expressions were a little funny in this. Yeah, yeah. They weren't like quite reacting. Yeah. It seemed like he was like, and happy and surprised. Yeah. And sad. Yeah. (laughs) So that made me laugh. Oh, we're rolling? Oh, okay. Sorry. (laughs) Back at the mom's house, Maddie's mom loves the story. Mr. Bailey calls also loves the story. Yeah. And she asks him if she can from now on cover the military beat. Which is a thing? The military beat is a thing? Okay. I don't know. All right. The military. Sure. He seems like he's going to go for that. I think we can arrange that demotion for you. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, At the Jenkins home, Billy finishes reading. He thinks it was an amazing article. Amazing. Yeah. And Captain Jenkins is like, but what about your story, Billy? That's right. Go to her. (laughs) Yeah. So he does. So they're at Picasso's having coffee outside in the middle of winter. Yeah. Good point, Kendra. You don't do that. Good point. It's freaking cold. This is another scene where the mute husband is there, where he's just like smiling in some shots. It was so confusing. It really, really was. Very, very confusing. I also find this confusing. She calls him and says, like, I'll be there at 10 o'clock. I fully expected her to be like sitting alone at a table. Yeah. Like adjusting a coffee cup, like all made up, looking at her watch, you know. No, she's just having a casual breakfast with her entire family. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yep. So Billy shows up. And her family leaves, so it's just the two of them. Yeah. He says he's never met anyone like her. Yeah, no. I guess. Yeah. Uh, she got him a little tr- a little red train, okay. like the one that he had when he was a kid. I'm going to call foul on this right here, okay? I understand we've established that the train was a thing, that he got a train as a child, okay? 
But like, that's kind of meaningless coming from her because that was about a gift from his yeah. dad. The dad should have given it to him. When yeah. she said, I got you something, I fully thought that it was going to be the ornament that they made together on the ship. And then that would have paralleled them giving well, back the ornament to the he, couple. That's what he did. No, I her. know, but it's just like, I just didn't like that. I just felt like, because they, they had a whole like come together moment with the dad. He should have given him the train, you know? So I just, yeah. if they both well, were like, I here's did, the I ornament. I didn't really like, I liked that he gives her well, the yeah. ornament that he made. That's true. So I mean, I, Sam I thought did that make worked. the original, but I just felt like, yes. The train was a weird thing in there, and I felt like if they both did the ornaments, it would have tied it back to the Tiger Cruise and stuff. Yeah. But, okay. So then the waitress turns on the jukebox, music starts playing on the patio, yeah. and they no dance while their whole family watches, mm -hmm. and, they, and they share a kiss. And that's the end of the movie. The USS Christmas sails off into our hearts. Kendra, what was your 90210 snap? For me, listen, for me, it's the first kiss where she's like, I can't, I can't. Sure, That's sure. That, was that yours? Yes, sure. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right, Kendra, this is the moment of truth. What is the verdict? Did you like it? Does it hold up? Is it a Christmas classic? Mm, when called a Christmas classic, I did like it more than last year's movie. Oh, okay. All right. So there's that. I thought Trevor Donovan did a good job as mm -hmm. being this like curmudgeon -y, yeah. And he definitely looked the part. Yeah, that's of, true. Like this military yeah. pilot. Do you think they cast that girl because she looks exactly like Sarah Michelle Gellar, hmm. because, but she's not Sarah Michelle I, Gellar? <laughs> I didn't notice that. Maybe. Maybe. She looks exactly like Sarah Michelle wow. Gellar. Okay. I need to go back and look. So so you're giving this a thumbs up here. You, you liked the movie? Uh, I think if you are into yeah. Hallmark Christmas movies, I would give this a one a thumbs Okay. Up. I'm sad to report that I didn't particularly like it because mm. I didn't feel like they had much chemistry. And I felt like you kind of, the synopsis everywhere talks about this sort of mystery element. And I feel like they could have done more just with with some writing tweaks to make that mystery actually like, Oh, yeah. I definitely wish there had been more of a mystery. Yeah. yeah. Because, like, there's enough pieces there, and that's certainly been done, you know, a mystery like that. So it's like, I don't think it would have been that hard to actually, like, give it a real... So you're curious about the resolution of the mystery. I was never curious about what happened in this mystery. And no. when it was resolved, it was just sort of like, okay, so there was really nothing. They just got together, and that was fine. <laughs> and they're still together, yeah. and everything's fine, and you've contributed nothing. So I was disappointed by that, and the lack of chemistry between the two leads, I just felt like... Yeah. yeah, I yeah. found it a little dull. Uh, yeah, I understand why you would say that. I think for me, it was exactly what I was expecting it okay. to be. So, yeah. I will say that I very much enjoyed this conversation as well as all your dad's fun facts. So Yes, definitely. That that made it fun for and me as well. One of our main complaints last year, even though it was like the whole thing was like a Christmas wedding, last year's movie felt nothing Christmassy at all. I did, no. I did feel like this one was Christmassy. Yes, I think it nailed it the Christmassiness. Yes, so, for sure. I've certainly watched. Though worse. I think that title is not great. It's not a great title, no. Because no. that's not the name of the ship, right? And yeah, yeah. So I, feel like I think they could with, have come uh, up with yeah. It. They could have been like a Tiger Cruise Christmas or or just yeah. anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Well, so. okay. 
Well, Kendra, outside of the Radio Meanwhile Network, I'm the host of How's Things, the new official podcast and radio show of the David A. Howe Public Library. You can find us at soundcloud.com slash all the books or anywhere you get your podcasts. I've got a slew of Christmas specials, including one very similar to what we just did here, where my old friend Bo Hutchings and I go through some pretty awful uh, Christmas books. Yes, and recount I love those all- episodes. <laughs> so love we- it. We had a Bo great time with that. Bo is freaking hilarious. I so. guess I've thought that for the last 20 years. But <laughs> we got that. I've got an interview with Melody Carlson, who's one of my favorite Christmas authors coming up. So go over and find House Things. Check in over there. What about you, Kendra? Where are you? I'm Miss Musebox 91 everywhere online. And I have a website, MissMusebox.com, where I make t-shirts and all sorts of fun things. So check that out. I'm also the co-host of the podcast, 90s Music Got Me Like, where each week we look at a different 90s song. By the time this comes out, I'm not sure, but we uh, do have a very fun Christmas episode. <gasps> come up. You can probably get what I won't say. I love Christmas episodes. I do. Christmas I'm episodes. suspicious. I am suspicious. All right, Kendra, with that, I bid you a 902 one ho ho ho! <laughs> <laughs>